0: Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. And tonight, it's the Thingy Awards. Woo! Yes, thank you. Thank you. You're, you've all been so, so, so kind. Uh, you like me. You really like <laughs> me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm your host, Eric Lee. And today, I am joined by
1: Liz Williams.
0: Mike Campbell is currently picketing. Uh, I think he's picketing. climbing the Hollywood sign. Yeah, or or he's he's, he's picketing with the uh, the the writers in Hollywood. So uh, he is unable to attend. Actually, he is he's going to go uh, jungle jungle expeditioning in Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, so um, Mike's good,
1: off the grid, folks. Good
0: luck, Mike. Don't drink the water there and stay away from some of the mosquitoes. You might come back. Like, have you ever seen the movie Bit?
1: Oh, no, but I have seen like Anaconda. Yeah.
0: so I like, feel
1: like, yeah, stay out of the jungle. What
0: could possibly go wrong?
1: <laughs> I like, oh, we just need to do jungle horror. Hey, yeah. We'll save that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but tonight, tonight we are doing uh, our annual best of the year from 2022. And though you might think we're late, they just did the Chainsaw Wars at Fangoria, and they yes. just did the Tony Awards. So we're right on schedule. Actually, we're yep. right on schedule from where we were last year.
1: So we, you know, it's a little mid year. Look back at you know, hey, think about what you missed from last year. Yeah. And you can gauge this year with how much good stuff we have from last year. I think yeah. this year's shaping up to be pretty good, mm-hmm. but I am worried that the writer's strike is going to give us a
0: next year. Crappy back half and I'm
1: really worried about like what we'll be seeing at like South by and overlook an early next year hustle. Er, early
0: but next year, yeah. 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 Hey, the writers, it might, Hollywood it, it we might, need
1: content. Might
0: still be better than the COVID year, but oh, by yeah. just a, yeah. by just a bit. Maybe by they're just a bit. hanging on to some stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we we've done our best of the year. I, I think we actually now actually have had some distance between when we issued our uh, our favorites of the year commentary, mm-hmm. uh, back in January. And, and so this gives us another opportunity to reflect back upon what we really like from 2022. Uh, but we, but I think more importantly, we've invited, um, our, our listeners and our friends of the podcast to, to join us in uh, assembling a jury. We do this every year. Um, yep. and, uh, we with that, we have, uh, a, a bunch of responses here, so that uh, it's not just the three of us making, no. <laughs> you know, the 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 uh, the curation of the of the yeah. list. This is this is more like a uh, more and more and democratic. And even though
1: Eric put together the list, there is a section for write-in votes, so yes. it's pretty democratic. We
0: have gotten a few write-in votes, I yeah. think, this yeah. year. Um, there, I, I I've I think I mentioned this when we had the end of the year uh, breakdown. Oh but this really feels like a generational change mm-hmm. year, particularly with uh, in the actress category where we've got a lot of uh, young actresses who are breaking into the scene and becoming uh, the new it girls uh, yeah
1: since I think well, I mean we'll get to our nominees yeah. in a minute but if Rebecca Hall is the quote unquote old person of the group, yeah. I think she's Right, yes. Our so, uh... <laughs> <So> age, <we're laughs>
0: pots calling kettles black. Yeah, um, yes. uh, but there's also, I think, a number of uh, the directors. You know, that we've got some new directors entering the scene, um, and part of this is just we're getting, you know, that that some of our standard bearers they're gone, and so that yeah. that that the, the, these that we're looking for. For fresh insights and I think we got that I think I really like the slate of movies we had last year I think this year's slate the 2023 slate could very well match or best last year's but we had some great films last year I think this the big studios actually uh, did very well for a change yeah I think I would this agree. is um, but uh, why don't we head down to the red carpet Liz and All right, uh, we're let's going jump to in. Yeah. So, what's our first? Coming up with the with your 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 first envelope in 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 coming your your fin- finest couture uh, Versace. Oh, of course. Of uh, course. Uh, what of, uh
1: It's a bathrobe, folks. It's a bathrobe. Right. No, it's pronounced Versace. Uh, that's <laughs> for showgirls fans. Okay. Uh, I'm coming up. The envelope is the best. Actress in a leading movie role and it seems like we say this every year but the best actress is always the hardest and most jam-packed of the nominee groups. There were so many performances by actresses in 2022 where these women simply owned the genre. But this year, as we were just saying, is a definitive new wave of young actresses on the scene. But Miss Rebecca Hall holds down the fort for the veteran actresses as she did last year as well. Uh, but there was a big generational push, and we couldn't even include everybody. But our nominees are Mia Goth as Maxine in X, Rebecca Hall as Margaret in Resurrection, Micah Monroe as Julia in Watcher, Sosie Bacon as Rose in Smile, Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams in Wednesday, Anya Taylor-Joy as Margo in The Menu, Amber Mid-Thunder as Naru in Prey, and Taylor Russell as Marin in Bones and All. And Eric, who is our winner please?
0: This was the year of Mia Goth. Uh, she wins for Maxine in X and she also got uh write-in votes for Pearl. Uh, so ah, yeah. so actually double dipping same character. Uh, well, spoiler alert. Yeah. Yep, that she Mia, Mia Mia Goth actually plays two actresses in X or two plays two characters same actress. Uh, in X, uh, but she also comes back in the Tie West prequel, Pearl, which I think a lot of people really enjoyed more than us.
1: Yeah, agreed. It so, looks great, I just yeah. didn't love it. But I
0: loved X.
1: Me too. I loved X. Okay. Alright, our next category. Eric, take it away.
0: Uh... I'm going to take the envelope and I'm going to hand it back to Liz because I don't oh. have the narrative. <laughs> good, have the narrative
1: up. All right. It's the best actor in the horror movie role. So these are the actors that anchored the films in 2022. The generational change on the male side of the horror genre is also going through a youth, youth movement. Even though we have a couple of veteran actors with a great showing, Tim Roth and Ray Fiennes, this was largely a young man's game and it bodes well for the future of horror, doesn't it? So, our nominees are Jacob Anderson as Louis de Pointe du Lac in Interview with the Vampire, Timothy Chalamet as Lee in Bones and All, Daniel Kaluuya as O.J. Hayward in Nope, Ray Fines as Chef Slowick in The Menu, Ryan Quanton as Wes in Glorious, Tim Roth as David in Resurrection, Joseph Winter as Sean Ruddy in Deadstream, and Mason Thames as Finney in The Black Phone. And who is our winner, please,
0: Eric? Well, Ms. Mayer, you can get your gavel out because we have a, a tiebreaker. And this is a surprise tiebreaker. Okay. First one comes as no surprise. Rafe Fines as Chef yep. Slowick. No the second there. one is Ryan Quantin in Glorious, who was, that was pretty much a one man show. It is a one-man I, I loved show. One both of the performances. Voice. Yes.
1: And the tiebreaker is gonna be Ryan Quantin, because he was my pick. I this movie made my top ten. Yeah. I loved it. Um and he was fantastic. And it's nice to see him go from playing kind of the dumb yet sexy brother of True Blood, which is what he did all those years, right. to being a leading man. So
0: yeah, and he and he played kind of a a, a schlubby loser in this thing and yeah. like if you if you google Ryan Quanton it's usually him with he his shirt not off
1: a schlubby loser no let's he has that way. <laughs> he has his
0: his six packs have extra packs uh he is very handsome yes uh but he was i i think really convincing and a lot of fun in a uh, in in a cosmic horror uh yeah. uh monster in a bathroom stall so it which was
1: is a- Surprising movie with a nice little twist too. And that was um, done by Rebecca McKendry.
0: Yes. Who's done actually a number of short films uh, yes. that have been a lot of fun. So it's it is uh yeah, cosmic and goofy and uh, apocalyptic from a bathroom on a roadside. From a bathroom. <laughs> and, a and you can
1: see that one on Shudder. Yeah. Yay, Ryan Quantum. Love him. Okay, right, Liz. So what's next? Our next category is the best actress in the supporting role. And supporting actresses often get some of our best roles where the actress can unleash her inner method. Villains and colorful companions are often the domain of the supporting actress, and we had some great ones this year. And our nominees are Madeline McGraw as Gwen in The Black Phone, Gwendolyn Christie as Jan Stevens in Flux Gourmet, Kiki Palmer as Emerald Hayward in Nope, Numi Rapace as Novena and Basilga in You Won't Be Alone. Brittany Snow as Bobby Lynn in X. Katie Segal as Harper Dutch in Torn Hearts. Jenna Malone as Alice in Swallowed. And Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone in Werewolf by Night. Well, talking about youth
0: movements, Madeline McGraw as Gwen Blake in The Black Phone.
1: I feel like for anybody who saw The Black Phone this is not a surprise. Yes. That was a gimme for her. She yes. was so good. Yeah. She, and I hope Oh no, I guess Oscars and stuff are already over for that year,
0: huh? Yeah. Anyway, but man, she she, she earned surprised. she could have gotten an Oscar a, a nominee. She was uh the most she was clever and spunky and heartbreaking and she was uh, she was a, she was a a girl with a lot of depth she wasn't just a lot of the times that kind of a character you'd get you get you're the kid's sister and you're just the you're the you're either the victim or but she was she was the detective and she was yeah. the she was the the smart aleck and but she was also the victim at times she was she played all the roles and did it really well for a young actress man look out for her yeah, she's she gonna was be great.
1: absolutely fantastic and i really really enjoyed that movie yeah All right, so following that, we've got our best actor in a supporting role. And are you looking for comic relief, an antagonist, a foil, the best friend who tells it like it is? Look no further than the best supporting actor. These guys flesh out the movie and are the extra flavor needed to make the story work. And our favorite supporting actors for 2022 are Jose Colum as Dom in Swallowed, Byrne Gorman as Daniel Weber in Watcher, Ethan Hawke as The Grabber in The Black Phone. Nicholas Holt as Tyler in The Menu. Justin Long as A.J. Gilbride in Barbarian. Alistair Petrie as Seamus Laurent in The Cursed. Steven Yen as Jupe Park in Nope. And Jack Quaid as Richie in Scream. Eric, who's our winner here?
0: We're going back-to-back Black Phone. This is Ethan Hawke. And uh, this was, uh, uh, if, if, as I was watching the, uh, the votes unfold, he bypassed Justin Long in the fast lane um, yeah. and, and, uh, and grabbed this one. He, this is, he, he doesn't really have to stretch his acting a whole lot, but as a menacing presence and being essentially a mime. He's, yeah. He is tremendous. And I think this is going to be a villain people are going to remember for a very yes. long time.
1: And I want a Black Phone prequel. Yes. Normally, I'm like, don't franchise this, but I want to see the grabber. I yeah. want more Ethan Hawke. I thought yeah. it was a really cool role for him, yeah. who normally plays, you know, kind of the lovable but the harmless rom- guy. Romantic, romantic leads. Yeah, yeah I mean, before I before him as a villain.
0: Sunrise, before Sunset, all those yeah. all those but befores. He's sinister. <laughs> yeah. He's
1: the dad. He's, right. You know, trying to. Keep the family safe. He's never on that other side, so yeah. I, I liked it for him.
0: This is, you know, it, I think when when you become an actor of some note, getting to play the villain is yeah. is something that they just they, they love to do. I mean, you think of Jack Nicholson, right? Or yeah. you know that 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 there's there's more meat on the bone for the villains, so yeah. I think uh, I the agree. the the grabber he. That mask, I, I love oh, the fact that they the changed masks the mask. Were
1: fantastic yep. in that movie.
0: And sometimes it's funny, but you have to ask somebody to to change their body language depending on what that mask was. Like he he had like the 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 the, the, the wicked grin or the or the scowl, and his body the language one with would like change. Horns, yeah,
1: and those masks were pretty amazing. Yes, and ones that were like only over half the face. Oh, loved him. Yep, loved yep, him. Yep. Loved him. Loved him. He was fantastic. Alright, so our next category is the Fay Ray Award for our Breakout Rising Star. You don't have to be a youngster to be a breakout star, but it helps. Many of these performers are in their first roles in an independent feature film. And in, for 2022, most of these nominees are getting their first lead roles or first movies ever. And these are the actors who deserve to reap the rewards of bigger and better jobs due to their great performances in 2022 horror. And we have Madeline Regraw as Gwen in the Black Phone. Mason Thames as Finney in the Black Phone. Georgina Campbell as Tess in Barbarian. Jenna Ortega in X and Wednesday and Scream. Um, Laura Galan as Sara in Piggy. Mary Glenn Frederick as Jenny in Stag. Amber Mid-Thunder as Naru in Prey. Aisha D as Cecile in Sicily and Cooper Koch as Benjamin in Swallowed. And who is our winner here?
0: This was a great year for breakout performances. I think that, the, the again, the youth movement in play here. Uh, and Jenna Ortega, this is... She was, I think, more than anything else, Wednesday sort of all of a sudden got all eyes on her, and she is now a actress in high, high demand. Um, and uh, I think... You know, I thought, but and it's and it's cool to see that the different kinds of characters that she's actually up for. I mean, they're not because Wednesday is goty and broody, uh, but, but her, also
1: Wednesday brought her to an audience that is not going to be allowed to see X or Scream. Right. Some of the younger viewers, yes, a little and bit so, more gateway. Yes,
0: very much more <laughs> yeah. gateway than yeah. uh, particularly X. So yeah, yeah like her. her, yeah. And in fact, I, I was kind of, once I thought about it, it's like, is she 18? I hope she's 18 because yeah, what she, she's <laughs> 18, yes.
1: but probably not much older than that. But hey, they all look really young. <laughs> babies. I mean, you <laughs> little know, babies. little babies. I don't know. Brittany Snow, who's in that, I think is my age. So yeah. But good, Brittany,
0: Britney Snow, yeah, working it for yeah. for a um a, a, a more mature role, more but sure yeah.
1: role, yes. Um, okay, so our next um award is the Gateway Award. It's the best horror film for young or new horror fans. Speaking because of we young all people. yeah have to start somewhere, and these nominees are your on ramp to the horror genre. They're not as gory or viscerally intense as much of horror but these movies still bring some scares and often a lot of fun to the proceedings. These films would mostly be kid-friendly, but would also be applicable for the scaredy-cat adults out there who need an entry point when picking a horror film. Okay, here are our nominees this year. The Black Phone, Nope, Bones and All, Werewolf by Night, Smile, Torn Hearts, Who Invited Them, and Prey. Eric, who is our winner?
0: Well, we actually got several votes for none seem appropriate for children, <laughs> and I think that's we, like, we don't we only, don't have any true kitty gateway films. Only we,
1: one out of the five major contributors of scariest things has kids, so heck. that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, our our uh, we have other voters who have who are going mm-hmm. to be voting with uh, their parenting hat on. Yeah. Um, but uh, the winner is uh, by quite a bit is prey. Uh, oh, the all so the right. yeah the, the predator franchise still beloved and it is actually I think it's got a great kind of uh, Amber Mid Thunder plays a a young protagonist who you can really get behind. It is really yeah. bloody though. Uh, it it's, is really bloody, but it's not but scary. You know what?
1: It's not scary. It's not yeah. real world violence. Right. So I think that that takes. A little bit of the scares out when it's not a person who's trying to break into your house; it's a predator. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, it's a
0: it's an alien from outer space. Thing. Even if you're even if you're a tribal warrior, I do like the fact that there is a big they've they've opened up the the uh, power difference between the monster and the and the protagonists in the in mm-hmm. the franchise because I think for a long time this was uh, mano y mano macho 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 stuff, and yeah. this one. This one came back and it felt uh, fresh in that way, and I think I think a lot of people latched on to it for that reason. It also looks terrific. It's a good it, for people it who
1: looks so good. Yeah, all and right. That's on Hulu for anybody who hasn't seen that yet, and yep. I would recommend watching the one that's in the Native American it's language. It's in Comanche. Um, yeah, and and you read the subtitles.
0: Yeah, they actually the fact that they that they had enough cool. confidence to record it in Comanche. I mean, the not not surprisingly, not all they had a lot of Native Americans. In the roles, but mm-hmm. they all came from different tribes. So they, some of them were having to actually learn uh, Cherokee or uh, right. Comanche in order to, in order to do that. So yeah, hats off to them. I thought that was that was a great. Once it found out about that, I was like yeah, yeah, that's really cool. they're they're really invested in this. So I'm hoping hoping that Hulu continues to try and produce more good new new stuff. They did Hellraiser also, but I think Predator was... Yeah, but
1: I think that the response from Predator is what they were looking for. Yeah. And they've been doing, you know, some shorter films. They did the whole, like, every month they put out a different little short movie about an hour that were pretty good. It was uh, produced by Blumhouse, so they're dipping their toes in and hey, Netflix has kind of been letting us down uh, for the past year or two. With yeah, the door has horror. been
0: opened. Yes.
1: So Hulu is jumping
0: in there Opportunities. Saying, we'll do it. Streaming we'll do content. Original, yeah. original streaming horror, which is actually different than them picking off of, you know, going, going to a festival and mm-hmm. claiming it and distributing it and saying it's a, uh, a Hulu original. This was actually something yeah. that they had actually produced. They put, they put yep. the money behind it to, to back mm-hmm. it because th- both, Prey and Hellraiser rec- had bigger budgets than a lot mm-hmm. of the things that you will see on the festival circuit.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, so our next award is the Abbott and Costello Award for the best use of humor in a horror film, because horror and comedy are like peanut butter and jelly. They are two great tastes that taste great together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, humor, glee, plus dread and terror equals a match made in heaven, but when it doesn't work, it is almost Palpably painful. But when it does work, pure gold. So here are our favorite horror comedies from 2022. Who Invited Them, When the Screaming Starts, Deadstream, Cult Hero, Glorious, Violent Night, Stag, and Yule Log. Eric, who is our winner?
0: Uh, a lot of people really loved Violent Night. That was um, David Harbour David as a Badass and- Santa.
1: Badass Santa, and it's got John Leguizamo. It's got Beverly D'Angelo. It was also on my top 10 list. But I'm going to say, mm. while I totally agree with the votes, I think, unfortunately, Stag, Cult Hero, and When the Screaming Starts were still on festivals and had not yet gotten to yeah. any uh, you know, streaming services. So I think when people are able to see those mm-hmm. coming out this year and things... Hmm? they will really really like
0: that well we had votes for all of them good so every there was there there were there were a number of votes uh particularly uh i think uh cult hero actually got oh, got a that got a number of hilarious. got a number of votes so that i have yet to see cult hero hilarious. but uh
1: oh, man yeah. it's good and that's um jt cook who made that one it is really stupid and really funny (laughs)
0: s-t-o-o-p-i-d stupid Uh, yes stupid in the right way of
1: stupid the best kind of stupid all right but what's not stupid is our next category which is the best horror movie poster of the year and at the scariest things the art of the movie poster is not dead horror films have always had some of the best posters in an era where movie marketers want to pitch the headshots of the big stars horror Movies rely upon the story and the feel of the films to draw you into them. So, our nominees this year are The Accursed, Fall, Who Invited Them, Pray, Pray for the Devil, Smile, Terrifier 2, and Studio 666. Eric, who is the winner?
0: The winner is Fall.
1: I feel like that's a landslide. That probably, was it, got a lot of votes. Sweet poster it
0: tells you pretty much everything you need going into the movie and that's the kind of that that's the kind of a poster that will make you go I want to see this
1: yeah I want to see this and
0: it and oh. it and it actually yeah. is well represented for what you see in the film it is a it's a knee buckling kind of a, a survival horror tale
1: it is a good movie all right our next category is for the best looking horror movie so that's for our cinematography and even though horror is sometimes known for cheap production values, the genre is capable of showing off the beauty of the scares. When horror brings quality cinematography to the table, the experience is much more powerful. And these films were able to show the beauty and juxtapose or heighten the sense of terror and dread in their films in 2022. So our nominees are Fall, Watcher, The Menu, You Won't Be Alone, X, Prey, Nope, and Flux Gourmet. Eric, who is the best-looking movie of the year?
0: Jordan Peele and his THX camera. Who? It's Surprising nope to me. Yeah, I you know, nope. I think the, yeah. <laughs> Liz, Liz 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 is is a uh uh I'm is no the people. counter argument for, yeah. for 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 me and Mike uh, who who adore yeah. this film. Um, you know, I think that this is uh Wide Open Vistas and um and the the the, the the super cinematic kind of a thing where mm-hmm. where he had he had the budget to be able to go out there and you know a couple of these other ones also do i think the menu uh the which, menu which which, which came close yeah. the, it, which is is just lovely and and that restaurant my god that yeah. where did that i want to find where that place yeah, was I that that's super there. cool uh but uh, the, another thing for people who have um a little bit of patience for a slow burn. You won't be alone. Is an absolutely gorgeous film. It is gorgeous. So okay.
1: But it is a slow burn. It is. It is. Definitely a the, it is one of the movie.
0: slowest burners around. But yeah.
1: But it keeps you interested. It hey, is. I didn't turn it off. So. And and Liz
0: Liz will <laughs> abandon I'm a, ship I'm with a quitter. with yeah. <laughs>
1: I will jump off halfway through that movie if I'm still not into it. I do not believe in the sunk boss yep. fallacy. Yeah. So. Uh, I would recommend that one also. All right. So, our next category is the Harry Housen Award for Best Visual FX. So, this is the other side of the visual experience. In a kaiju year, the nominees were quite varied in 2022. The acrophobic and queasy situation of Fall, the bizarro world of Phil Tippett's Mad God, or a rejuvenated take on Predator, the hypnotic, angelic alien of Nope. An indestructible, vengeful lion and beast, and a couple of creepy lycanthrope- lycanthropes highlight this year's offerings. So, our nominees are Fall, Prey, Mad God, Hellraiser, Nope, Werewolf by Night, The Cursed, and Beast. Eric, who took home our best VFX award? Uh, Fall. 100%. I was like, is that? supposed to be your lion's roar. No, that's not that's, that's
0: that's that's me falling off a 2000 foot tower. Dude,
1: so. the special effects in this movie were so good. The only thing I am mad about is that I didn't see it in any theater. And Oh god, yeah. I saw yeah. it at home and I wish I would have seen it in the big screen. Yeah, the bigger the main, screen. Is it cool?
0: That that I I saw it on my on my TV and it still made my toes curl and my I was just like it just made you yeah, tense. Yeah, I was
1: clenching my fists the and, entire time. Uh,
0: and and the things that they did, they actually created a like a, a 120 foot tower, which is still deadly if you fall off of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were, but they they shot it at an angle over a cliff, so you got that over like it was a mesa out somewhere in the in the southwest. So you got the appearance of that a real very realistic 2,000 foot tower. It was like,
1: oh, my Lord. If you are afraid of heights, I mean, watch it because you're in your living room. But, oh, my God, you will be clenching your fists, jaws, everything. It was, I hope they re-release that and, like, put it in an IMAX. Oh, yeah. No,
0: IMAX on that film. Oh, totally.
1: Yeah. It would be crazy. All right, so for our next category, we have the best sounding movie, which includes sound effects, mixing, and soundtrack, although the Lost Boys soundtrack is sadly missing from this category. <laughs> we can't have it
0: every year, Liz.
1: should win every year. Okay, but sound plays an important role in horror movies, from the snap of a branch to the snap of a neck. The right audio clue at the right moment makes all the difference in the world. This category recognizes some movie that has strong original soundtrack ties and great original scores. And here we go with our nominees The Black Phone, Bones and All, Nope, Flux Gourmet, Pearl, Prey, Werewolf by Night, and X. And the winner is?
0: By a lot, The Black Phone.
1: Everybody likes a little Pink Floyd. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm. I meant to go look up uh, to which which I think song it is.
1: I thought it was Dark Side of the Moon. But it's, well, I that's don't the album. Remember. Yeah. Oh, is it okay? So
0: I may, I may, I may uh, have to go do a little bit of an IMDb search or a. Uh, but I think yeah. I need
1: to do a black phone rewatch. The more we are. Yeah. See, this is why doing the the awards in the middle of the year is good. It reminds you how great that experience how good was. That movie was. Uh, I how but. Mike jumped five times in the middle. Of yeah. Oh, movie. the
0: jump scare <laughs> stuff without being kind of loud bang kind of jump scares. They, they were super. Yeah. I just again, if. If you if you get a chance to watch this movie, see it with someone who's really skittish, because yeah. yeah. it's a lot of fun. They do they, they, it has, the, uh, you know, Blumhouse has a, a habit of like just making loud noises and like and jump cuts. Black Phone managed to do it more powerfully with sort of situational jump scares. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, I thought it was really, really well done, and also it had kind of the 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 seventies the kind of a vibe, or yes. late or late seventies, early eighties vibe. Eighties, yeah, I think. And and the fact that it it's was kids. kids in the basement, and it's just yeah. every little you were you were really latched into the audio, uh, the the dynamics of that film. So yeah good choice everybody it is
1: a good choice okay our next category is the best international horror film so where would the horror genre be without movies like martyrs juan *Train to busan suspiria nosferatu or pan's labyrinth get to know other cultures by what scares them the most it's the most fun you can have learning about another culture and getting your socks scared right off foreign films are also envelope pushers and horror films pushed to extremes, and this year is no exception. Our nominees are Speak No Evil from Denmark, Nati Morti from Italy, Saloom from Senegal, Malak from the Netherlands, The Innocents from Norway, Evil Eye Mal de Ojo from Mexico, Hatching from Finland, You Won't Be Alone from Montenegro, It Hatched, from Iceland, and Zalava from Iran. Eric, who is our winner?
0: By quite a bit, this is your favorite film of of 2022. It's Speak No Evil from Denmark.
1: 100%. This is where the Danes are getting to know another culture by (laughs) once and getting their socks (laughs) scared off.
0: Quite literally, actually, Danes and Dutch.
1: Yeah. It is... uh, That ending, man. That ending. Anybody who says they see that ending coming... Is full of crapola. <laughs> and, uh, anybody who says I can't remember if I watched that movie, then you didn't see it because right. <laughs> you don't remember that ending. Uh, you don't know what you're. Stick talking to your about ribs, stuff. horror. Go see that movie. But I have seen everything except for the Mexican and the Italian movie.
0: Yeah, naughty morty so is now. It's, it's now available. Is that, available now. Yeah, right. uh, Liz, so you would you, you will really like naughty morty It is. Yeah. Um, when the violent, when they crank up the violence on that one, it's personal. It is a really and and it, you know it's taxidermy horror, and it's and, and it's got some got a weird protagonist, right? Um, very it's it's giallo, um, okay. so like lots of flashing blades, uh, and you know a a an unhinged an unhinged young woman who wants to be a taxidermist. So what could possibly go wrong?
1: What could possibly go wrong? Everything. Lots. Okay. The next category is one of our favorite ones. I love this one. the Depends Award because it's for what movie crapped its pants and disappointed (laughs) us the most in 2022. (laughs) And it's not the worst movie. It's the most disappointing. The thing is you have to have the semblance of expectations to begin with in order to make it to this list. A movie that sounded like it was going to be entertaining but ended up being a letdown. And that's not to say some of these movies don't have some good moments, but as a whole, it's not what we wanted. Some of them have
0: no good moments. (laughs) Yeah, some of them suck, and we
1: will point that out. So, here are our nominees. We've got Firestarter with a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 10%. Halloween Ends at 40%. Jeepers Creepers Reborn with an 8% Rotten Tomatoes rating. Morbius at 18%. Pray for the Devil at 17%. Rob Zombie's The Monsters with a, I don't know how, 53%. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, The Requin at 19%. Studio 666 at 56%, which we'll talk about. <laughs> they, Them at 38%. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not the just Texas Chainsaw Massacre at 32%. Eric, who... We're not mad, we're just disappointed.
0: Well, in order to be disappointed, you have to have high expectations as we said mm-hmm. before. So we got a couple of the big franchises up top. Yep. Uh, Halloween ends edges out Texas Chainsaw and I think this is like when Mike Campbell noted Halloween apologist yes. couldn't couldn't handle Hollywood ends dropping largely Michael Myers from from the script. Yes. Uh, what were they thinking? Um, oh my gosh! And and uh, unlike the previous iteration where Halloween kills, I thought was was just mindless violence and yeah. with to to no point. Its mindless violence was extremely well done, and it was Michael Myers focused. Right. This time out, it was. The so understudy and it just I forgot
1: w- his name. And like Michael Myers like lived in the sewers right. and was like teaching him? I mean yeah. it just
0: made no sense. It no it, it was it was ridiculous. And yeah. uh and, and then and Texas chainsaw was just downright awful from 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 all points. Now uh Liz Liz and Mike and in, in Mike's absence will defend mm-hmm. Studio Six Six Six. Yeah. Um, we both really, really liked that one. Uh, this was a case of expectations because everybody was like, all right, it's the Food Fighters. They're going to do, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to be rocking. I was like, oh, boring. I just bored. So they could It was, like it couldn't was act. long. I'll say yeah. that.
1: It could have had yep. 30 minutes at it, least.
0: It cut was cute it. at times. Uh, yeah. And you could appreciate, I mean, it was... It wasn't as bad as, say, Jeepers, Creepers, Reborn, right? It's just, it, or the Wreck It's just, yeah, taking one for the team, Robert. Thank you so much. I wasn't, and, and that said, I haven't seen Jeepers, Creepers, Reborn, but at Rotten Tomatoes I 8%. I wouldn't say Studio 666 was a, you know, if I was going to give it a, a rating, I'd give it a four. Because uh, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it, it was mildly entertaining at times, but these men cannot, they're musicians, yeah. they're not actors. And, it, and you have to accept actors. that premise. And I think yeah, that's those true. Foo Fighters fans, you'll probably enjoy it. Those who aren't huge Foo Fighter fans, eh, you can pass yeah. on it. All right.
1: All right. Our next award is the Bloodbath Award, which is the best use of exploitation or gore in a horror movie. A fan favorite. Pretty much just call this the Terrifier 2 category <laughs> yes. almost this year. So 2020 was for the Gorehounds and will forever be known as the year of Terrifier 2 it's unrelentlessly gory and the violence stacks upon violence in a way that Eric had a hard time figuring out how it managed to show in theaters no doubt it was NC-17 material and frankly this appears to be arts party but everyone else is happy to be here but who knows who the winner will be because the rest of these scenes were pretty intense so our nominees are Prey when the Predator tears up the entire fur trapping company, Mad God the pooping giant scene oh yuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nati Morti dealing with the greedy sister, Hellraiser when Voigt gets skinned and turned into a cenobite, swallowed digging the quote unquote packages out of Dom, Empire Two <laughs> when Art butchers Alley it's so brutal Eric had to stop watching and I think that's the scene where people were supposedly throwing up in the theater. Yeah, probably. Um, Terrifier 2 where Art butchers Ricky the Halloween shop clerk or Terrifier 2 where Art dismantles the coroner's head. And starts
0: yeah. rummaging around in his brains. I <laughs>
1: have a I feeling got... I know who the winner is, but who's our winner?
0: Well, it's the question is not which movie, but which scene from this which movie. Yeah. It is uh, Art Butchering Alley, which yeah. is so over the top.
1: I think that scene, I'd have to look it up, but I'm going to say that scene is at least 7 to 10 minutes long. Yeah, I, I think... Mean, it I, is I,
0: Oh, and and it's just Long. and, and Long. where normally in in any other movie she would she would get wickedly cut down but it's just it just keeps going and going and, and yeah. going yeah. It and does and not and, stop. and uh and I mean credit to credit to the character, she holds up for a little while, but <laughs> it's like maybe you kinda <laughs> wish for a quick exit.
1: Yeah. It is probably one of the longest torture scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, hey, that's it's, what the gore hounds wanted. And when that was in the theater and getting, like, making all this money, I was like, I have got to see this. Yeah, but they, I would not go to the theater because that thing was almost three hours long. Yeah. And I was like, no way. But I saw it at home and won and done. But it also made my best of list because yeah. it was it, a real live horror movie. It's an
0: experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was they, an experience. they actually have a... Um, a trailer in front of, or not a trailer but a, a warning in front of the movie saying this shows signs that cause physical uh digestive stress on some audience members yeah. if you if, if you feel you are susceptible to that please leave now <laughs> it's like and that's the kind of a thing that's like that's like uh um, it's only a movie it's only a movie it's only a movie exactly. you can't buy that kind of reputation it is you earn I'd that say reputation for
1: this one, like don't go out Drinking and eating fast food before you're about to sit yep. through this scene. Let's put it that way. And I could see someone throwing up from it. It's a, gross.
0: And don't do it because you're kind of curious and you're not normally a gore person. You really, I we have one of our one of our our, um, our 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 newest friends additions to our Facebook group. Terry mm-hmm. couldn't had really struggled with uh, Evil Dead Rise. And it's stay
1: like, away from terrifier. It's like you
0: two do not don't even <laughs> don't even touch that, you know, don't yeah. even consider it because that's this is one that's just it is for the gorse aficionados. Mm-hmm. Uh it will please those people to no end because Yes. Yeah. But ah, uh, mean, mean movie. Okay. Now, next.
1: away from art, this Terrifier 2 is not in this category, and this is for the best <laughs> screenplay. Yeah. Okay. What so, no? <laughs> this is not going to be Terrifier 2. So An encouraging trend in horror movies over the past decade is the emphasis on strong storytelling and dialogue. A great script and story can be the difference in helping you remember a film or just dismissing it as a fluff piece. Horror can be smart and horror is better when it is smart. They don't call quality horror scripting elevator. They don't that sentence does make sense. We're skipping it. Oh, sorry. These, this <laughs> what? Talking about are... <laughs> talking
0: about writing. <laughs> you can blame you can blame your hey, uh, your, the writers your editor are on here. strike. I think so, it was like um... yeah Just don't call an elevated horror.
1: Got it. Ta-da. Okay. <laughs> this year's nominees are Bones and All, Barbarian, Watcher, See No Evil, The Menu, Resurrection, Digging in the Dirt, and The Black Phone. And Eric, who is our winner?
0: The winner is the wonderfully witty and well-scripted The Menu. Yes. Uh, that is the 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 a battle of wits between the mm-hmm. the, the 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 Well actually uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is kind of a an is a the the, the audience
1: the anti-hero
0: view, kind yeah. of And Rafe Fiennes is a is a wicked smart villain but all of the all of the characters in when Everybody, it's kind of Agatha Christie-like, where everybody in the room is there for a reason in yeah. the restaurant, and then and, and the reveals are great. The, when the when the food comes out and the food tells the story, that's great. Yeah. And and the comic bits work. The you know it, it's it just it it hit all the right notes for what it wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I think and I think you credit the script for that.
1: I would agree. All right. So now we have the best monster of 2022 because there is just something about a great inhuman monster. It brings out the little kid in you as the monster from your dreams comes alive on the screen. Big and stompy or twisted and mutated, these beasties touched our imagination last year. Our nominees are the monstrous marsupial in carnifex, the bird creature from hatching, the feral predator and prey, the living packages from Swallowed,
0: Pinhead
1: in Hellraiser, the strange wolf beasts in The Cursed, the subterranean lab experiments from The Lair, and the man-thing in Werewolf After Dark. Eric, who freaked us out the most?
0: Well, surprisingly, it is the new version of Pinhead, um, which I think uh, you, you could say that you're going yep. back to something familiar, but this is they gender-bent Pinhead, yep. and mm-hmm. she was Terrific! She looked, yeah. she was wonderfully menacing. I mean, Doug Bradley has been doing it for so long, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, you can't put him back in, in, in he's not He's not no. quite menacing anymore. Um, no. So, uh, they They actually I think they did a pretty good job of being true to the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: it's aesthetic and it's kind of S&M yeah. right. but I think my only problem with Hellraiser was that I wanted more Cenobites yeah. and more Pinhead and less mm-hmm. of that.
0: But that's character. that's the way I'm often with Hellraiser. I mean, that, yeah. uh, but it, it, and again, another common theme with Hellraiser is that you have an unlikable protagonist. That's true. Because uh, that's that's, that's,
1: you're the, wanting them to get yeah, yeah, tortured uh, and sent uh, to hell. Right. <laughs> and
0: because, they, yeah, these people have done bad things, or they're yes. just, in this case, she just was. Uh, Antisocial, if not if not a sociopath, she 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 was a she was a bad bad apple who kept on you know she was a runaway and not irresponsible and you couldn't yeah you just couldn't root for you didn't want her to die but
1: but she was not she was not you
0: no she's not the final girl you asked for
1: no right and okay so our next category is the Elvira Award and this is for best horror TV series. And the trend of great horror TV continued in 2022 as long-format storytelling and horror make for great bedfellows, as well as anthologies. There are a few new groundbreaking shows that have entered the competition this year. Sadly, one of the best, Archive 81, was canceled after only one season. So, watch more horror on TV, folks. Our nominees are Anne Rice's Interview with the Vampire on AMC, Archive 81 on Netflix, From on epics chucky on sci-fi guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities on netflix servant on apple plus yellow jackets on showtime and wednesday on netflix eric who is our winner
0: well uh we still got i think one of our old favorites we got some write-in votes for what we do in the shadows again not i don't think it was the strongest season of what we do in the shadows Mm -hmm. so i i gave somebody gave other shows a chance to 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 show off this year uh a lot of people really enjoyed Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, and I there was like th- three or four of the episodes I really liked. They're not, it's not yeah, all that winners.
1: was a fifty-fifty for me. Yeah,
0: that, that, that uh, uh, but it's really well produced. It's, um, I think, the one the ones that I really liked were like well done short story, short films that I hadn't mm-hmm. uh, that I that, that I hadn't seen before done with real pro character actors. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I think but but Liz since you are our resident uh, television um, watcher. Like I haven't seen a whole lot of that stuff. So, so I'm also I, a little bit of a... The only it.
1: ones I hadn't seen in this category are Wednesday and Chucky.
0: So what would you um, what were what do you recommend? I picked
1: Interview with Vampire cuz yeah. I was so surprised by how much I liked this. And Interview with the Vampire is not a property that I like, really love, but someone had said, Oh, you got to watch the show. It's filmed in New Orleans. You'll recognize mm-hmm. people and places. And man, is it good. Yeah. And the interviewer in this, instead of being Christian Slater, is Eric Bogosian. And he, it, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and, Archive and- 81 was Mike's favorite. Yeah. I, it got a little too convoluted for me. So I didn't love it from. Is very cool. Um, it's Howard uh, Harold Pirano is mm-hmm. our lead character, and that's about people who are in a town, and whenever you drive through, like you can't get out. So then you are now a member of the town. Servant is M Night Shyamalan on Apple Plus, and it stars uh, Rupert Grint. That's Ron Weasley, mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous. It's very very weird, and um, is. I don't want to say finally over, but I think it was four seasons So long. this is your
0: chance, actually, if you want to do a servant binge, you can go front yeah, to back binge. on Apple. Now that, you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting, a lot of the Apple Plus shows are wrapping up. Uh, you know, yes. Ted Lasso's done. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, so so now's your chance, actually, if you feel like you, you can't keep up, well, it's done. You can go ahead and watch the whole series now. Um, yeah,
1: Yellow Jackets, I think, is just finished season two. I'm going to be honest. I dropped out halfway through season two. Okay. I said... I don't think the writers know where this is going, and they were surprised it got renewed. So they're like, "Gonna ride this bandwagon." Yeah. And wagon. good luck,
0: good luck next year, because <laughs> <The actor laughs> writer strike. Are fantastic, yeah.
1: but I don't know. Got a little crazy. That's uh,
0: actually who, who's the the is Parker um, Posey? Is, is Ju- no, it's no Juliette Lewis? Okay.
1: It's uh, Madeline Lewinsky, <clears throat> L- I think you, is how you say her name. Um, it's uh, Christina Ricci. Oh,
0: Christina so. Ricci, who I was thinking of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's great, but kind of weird. Okay, our next category is the best horror moment of the year. So you might recognize something here, and you don't have to be a great film to have your great moment. Each of these moments leaves an indelible stamp on your memory of the movie in your brain. These are our proverbial holy shit events that will have you talking about it to your friends later. And the moments for us in 2022 were the destruction of Michael Myers in Halloween Ends. The jean jacket consumes everyone at Jupiter's Claim in Nope. Finney's final escape plan in the back phone. The feral predator takes out a bear in Prey. Tess and Keith run into the mother while exploring the basement in Barbarian. Maxine Maxine is stuck under the bed while Frank and Pearl are attempting to get it on in X. That one is one that's sticking your head. Lee's parting gift to Marin in Bones and All. Congratulations, it's a boy in Resurrection. <laughs> Speak No Evil, the final grueling scene. And the prom from Wednesday. Eric, which scene is our oh shit moment of the year? Well, I think
0: part of the trick here is trying to do this without like spoiling everything about mm-hmm. about the various moments. Uh, but by a landslide, this is the biggest winner by far yet in in on this list, which really surprises me. This is Tess and Keith run into the mother in Barbarian.
1: I think this is why because every review including my review every single review said like stop reading this review and just go to the movie theater like go in cold don't watch a preview don't read anything and just experience Barbarian for yourself so when you kind of get the shift from what you think is going to be like a little creepy guy Airbnb horror into what Barbarian turns out to be Mm -hmm. you're like Oh shit. Yeah, no this so movie the, the movie
0: changes it, it turns turns on it its heels. 180. Yeah, yeah, and and it is and and it's really what make I mean there's a lot of things that make Barbarian great. I think the script mm-hmm. is great. I think that the the cast is great. Um, but this great. is but it is but this is what makes it you know it's the perfect way to do the surprise twist. Um yeah, take notes Mr. Shyamalan. Sometimes yeah. it's just you know that that uh that the story's going one way and then it and then it pivots but it's earned it is yeah. it is it is one of those kinds of things where setting up Skarsgård as the creepy weirdo right but it turns out he's the the and and then things change yeah you know that that is um yeah power, powerful powerful oh. stuff and 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 more than half the people in our in our ballot thought so too
1: cuz it was such a great movie yes but- in our next category, the director of that movie may be rewarded. I don't know, because we're talking about the best horror director from 2022. And we've got a few iconic horror directors this year. We've got Jordan Peele, Ty West, and Scott Derrickson. And then we have some more relative newcomers. We have Carter Smith, Luca Guadagnino, and we have Zach Krieger, making his leap from TV to movies, and Christian Taftrop and Chloe Okono one lady in the group finally all right so here's our nominees jordan peele for nope ty west for x zach krieger for barbarian scott derrickson for the black phone christian taftrup for speak no evil chloe okuno for watcher luca Guadagnino for bones and all and carter smith for swallowed eric Who's taken home the award?
0: First off, good job with Luca Guadagnino there. That was not, doesn't. I'm trying. That, 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you get to break out your gavel, and I think you're going to particularly enjoy this one um, because it's it's well, it'll be an easy one for for you, okay. I think, because uh, this is Jordan Peele going up okay. against Zach Kreger from Barbarian.
1: It's Zach Kreger. Yeah, Jordan Peele. I, I love ya. As a person, <laughs> I did not like nope. <laughs>
0: this is the this is the power of the gavel. This is it where is this, this is where where Liz gets to really thoroughly enjoy being mayor of Zach Trope Krieger Town.
1: Is rewarded. Yes, and I, I
0: I voted for Zach Kreiger myself. So I'm so good. Yeah, he is. Uh, and and the thing like what else has Zach Kreiger done? By the way,
1: I, I mean TV. The whitest kids you know on TV, but okay. I don't know movie wise. Yeah,
0: I think I think this was his like in similar it's probably actually his ironically
1: feature or at least you know anything with a right relatively big budget.
0: Ironically, the the similar path as Jordan Peele.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, Key and mm-hmm. Peele. Jordan Peele's TV show is yeah. better than his movies.
0: Um. <laughs> oh, hot take. Okay, <laughs> hey,
1: go watch the <laughs> skit about Gremlins too and uh, tell yeah. me he's not that's, better. That, I,
0: think, I think what I will say is that's high <laughs> praise for Key and Peele.
1: Yeah, or, that's one of the funniest skits in the whole wide world. Okay, our next category is our Horseshoes and Hand Grenades Award because it's for the best horror-adjacent film. Because one of our favorite topics is, is it a horror movie or not? But we embrace horror-adjacent films and wanted to find a way to include them in our celebration of the scary. It's for you, Joseph in- Perry. Yes. <laughs> We should call it Joseph's Blue Velvet Awards. Yeah, so Liz's, um, <laughs> Liz's
0: television, tel- television Elvira Awards and then Joseph's yeah. Horseshoes and Hand Grains Awards. Yes.
1: So many of these films were part of the festival circuit, and if you haven't been paying attention, you've got to participate in those genre film festivals as that's where most of the great films, especially ones that are almost but not quite horror movies, are coming from. So here are our nominees for 2022. Digging in the Dirt, that's a science fiction film. Agatha, which is an experimental art film, Flux Gourmet, a dark fantasy, Living with Chucky, a documentary, Men, a thriller, Mad Guard, Mad God, excuse me, another experimental art film, The Menu, a thriller, Prey, an action western, and Zero Budget Heroes, a documentary. Eric, who's taken home this award?
0: Uh, not even close. This is The Menu. Yeah. For thrillers, this is, yeah. and I think a lot of people will ask, ask us this question. It's like, well, is The Menu a horror movie? And it's like, there's a cult. So I say yes, mm-hmm. um, but it is people definitely.
1: being burned alive.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, human s'mores, yes. Yeah, human s'mores, yeah. Uh, oh. So, yeah, so there's that kind of that, that uh, fantastical extreme side, but it, is, but it is a mystery and it is a thriller. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I think it's those things, but it is also a horror movie.
1: Yeah, I, I think, would say.
0: Yeah, I think, but if you look on IMDb, it'll probably lead with, I bet you it says thriller first.
1: Yes, there. I would think so. But, but that's going to you know, get more people in. I think Silence yeah. of the Lambs is listed as a psychological thriller, and that's yeah. about a dude who eats people. Yes, so. So, right. Okay. All right, we're down to our last two categories of the night. And the first is the best horror feature for an independent or limited release film. And our nominees are Watcher, Who Invited Them, Swallowed, Deadstream, Resurrection, Speak No Evil, A Wounded Fawn, and Terrifier 2. Eric, who took home the award? A
0: little bit for everybody here. And uh, in in a close race, Speak No Evil beats Terrifier 2.
1: Well, I will tell you where Speak No Evil did not beat Terrifier Two, and that is at the box office.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, yeah, Speak No Never. Evil it's a it is a festival darling.
1: It was a festival darling that came. I saw that at Sundance because they were streaming at the beginning of last mm-hmm. year and new. And what was that February? I was like best movie of the year. Yeah, did it? So, did it place?
0: It didn't play South by though, did it? Didn't play no, South by. Didn't it play did Overlook.
1: Sundance.
0: Yeah,
1: and then got bought by.
0: Shutter. IFC midnight
1: I I'm not sure it's on shutter okay so I don't think it's IFC midnight but Terrifier 2 beat all of these films at the box office yeah so. no I think
0: mean, that was yeah we're talking about limited release independent and again yeah, it
1: doesn't matter it was how still the hell a very do you get release? like
0: Terrifier 2 you you can't let children into that movie you just can't <laughs> let like it has to yeah. be it has to be 21 I wouldn't let an 18 year old into that movie. That's like I think twenty. the only 20 other out.
1: film on this list that even got released anywhere around us that wasn't festival is Watcher.
0: Yeah. No, I think I, I think, think I think that that was Watcher.
1: In India uh, theaters. Watcher
0: showed at the Hollywood for a little bit, and yeah. I think, I think Resurrection played maybe a, a little bit, but but for the most part, these were these these got picked up on Festivals. by by fest and fe, ran yeah. the festival circuit, and then it went to streaming for the most part.
1: Yep. All uh, right. On the other but side. In our final category of the night, it's the best horror feature for the wide studio releases. And our nominees are Barbarian, Smile, Nope, The Black Phone, X, Bones and All, The Menu and Prey. Eric, who is our final winner of the night?
0: The final winner of the night is dun, da, 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 Barbarian. Yay. Yay!
1: I am happy with that. And you know what is crazy? is that we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nominees, and I liked seven of them. Yeah. So that's, hey, big studio releases or?
0: Yeah, so which which was which was your odd one out? No, it was Nope. Nope. The... Yes. <laughs> but everything Look, else you. I didn't
1: hate Nope. I loved everything that Steven Yeun was in, yep. and I liked the part about the chimpanzee, everything mm-hmm. that took place on the ranch once that alien thing came out. Mm-mm. The jean jacket. The jean jacket, which reminded me of the parachute from gym class. You know, everybody holds oh. up. And <laughs> That's what it made me And then, then if
0: you fun. jump in the middle of it, it would consume you. Yes. That'd be great. Well,
1: <laughs> Jordan Peele should make a horror movie about gym class when so, you're in like third grade. I did a little
0: bit of research. Okay. And uh, the, let's see, I, I I went to find out what was the Dark Side of the Moon song uh, the that was in, in the Black Phone. It's on the run. Okay, yep, which I remember that. So I thing, think though. I think it's got cuz I think doesn't open up it opens up with the telephones, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Uh, brilliant use of that song anyways. That was one, you know, it's like sometimes sometimes you have to remember that you promised the audience that we're going to do a little bit of research and I delivered. You so get it. We Yay! So Yay. M- hopefully Mike comes back uh, in 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 uh, good shape from from his adventuring. He doesn't come back with some sort of a flesh eating virus. Yeah, hopefully and, not. And uh, or if he does, that he's got some really wicked scars, right? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thanks again once uh, uh, once again for for being with us for our thingy awards, and uh, many thanks to everybody. Who who participated? Um, yeah. For those of you who, um, who might be interested next year, um, Make stick sure around. You're
1: following us on uh, Facebook and Instagram because yeah. we'll post up our ballots mm-hmm. once we do those.
0: Yeah. We and, and uh, it is so it these, these are the votes for an open ballot, and mm-hmm. also if you uh, you will get notified if you actually become one of our Patreon members. Yep. So yep. um for the cost of like five bucks a month. Which is about a cup of coffee, yep. a month. You too can actually get notifications on uh, on big on events like this, uh, and and be someone who's actually crafting uh, the yeah, being. You're a horror else. influencer, yep. like us, kind of. Yep. So follow <laughs> us,
1: like us, support us, tell your friends. Leave us a review on Apple. That's what we need because yep. we got to get that Rotten Tomatoes status. Yeah, We're so close. We
0: Rotten Tomatoes. We can because <laughs> we could so be close. we'll be we'll be a real real critic so at close. that point. Yep.
1: We can contribute to that eight percent the Jeepers Creepers report. <laughs> that would be Robert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can could, could drag so. that baby down, or more importantly, if we could be promoting things like Glorious or, or yeah. uh, you know. Um, uh, like who invited them and yeah, swallowed that yeah, we all yeah. loved all these little these little films that uh, that hit the festival circuit mm-hmm. um, that is our it is our stated goal we want to be Rotten Tomato certified yep. we qualify for five of the six things we just need more likes so get, get on it folks and we'll, we'll talk to you soon